Disclaimer! This content is intended for mature audiences only. It can contain strong language, sexual references, and mentions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. You know the drill by now. So let's just get right into it, shall we? Now, previously on Kingsmaker, and by the way, I love doing this. It reminds me of when I was... You know what? Forget it. Nobody gives a shit about my life at this point. Previously on Kingsmaker... In the wake of the newly appointed regime, things are certainly looking hectic inside the Golden Palace of Golden Leonard, with every eyes and hands fixated on organising the best coronation the kingdom has ever seen, nobody seems to realise and recognise all the enemies lurking in the shadows who are prepared to strike back with all their might. It'll surely take a while, but once the name of the traitor comes out, it will be a race against time to save Shin from the hands of the Moshai family, avoid yet another coup d'etat and restore peace once again. Now. The only thing that's left to do is to find a wife for his majesty. Ah, if only it were that easy. And that is where we left off. And welcome, welcome, welcome to our third and final part of our hero's journey. Will we finally get our long-awaited happy ending? We surely will. Will it be easy to get there? Absolutely not. But we don't like it easy in these house here, so... Without further ado, welcome to DMB Season 3, Episode 10. I am your host, Ellie, you know me by now, and this is Kingsmaker Triple Crown. We're off on a hero's journey, Part 3, aka Final Part. Right, I'd say we shall address the elephant in the room. First things first. <laughs> For it is a magnificent elephant indeed. I mean, a happy ending, na 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 na. Keep it gay, keep it gay, keep it gay. And if you didn't get the absolute legend that this quote is, please step out. But since this isn't a podcast about the producers, I shall leave the quote's job to our most favorite smart finance minister here. For he know he know he owes yes he's a bit of a hoe but first and foremost he knows how to do a splendid job from the epilogue and yes I know for us little horny creatures that are reading the mature version I know we didn't get to the epilogue yet in the mature version however in the child friendly version if we can call it that way the epilogue's been around for like around one year so it. It doesn't really count as spoiler, I would say, because if it's been around for a while, it doesn't really count as spoilers. So, anyway, from the epilogue, in Shane's words. There are things I want. There are things that are unstable and perhaps less than ideal. And yet, there are things that are waiting in front of me. And there are things that we will face together. Because he is my king, and I am his. We fucking did it! Finally, we did it! Well, they, they did it. But still, we did it. We reached that point. And how excited, how excited are we, well, I am, about the fact that we're gonna have a part three of this season that is gonna be the final part, which is probably gonna be full. Let me help, like, help me say it, full of steamy nocturnal activities. <clears throat> <clears throat> How excited are we? Very much. Very much indeed. I mean, it would only be fair and square after all the struggles the boys had to go through. 
And if you've been here since day one, you know what I'm going on about. You certainly know what I'm going on about. Not only they had to fight the tyrant Pedo in season one, not only they had to take down the Moshire house in season two, now they also had to deal with the aftermath of all the tortures Shin had to endure when he was held captive by the soldiers of Duke Haiyan. Was it Count Haiyan? I don't know. The Haiyan. The Haiyan from the Moshire family. That one. That piece of shit there. Gorgeous looking guy indeed, but a piece of shit nonetheless. I don't know if you remember, but Shin at that time, he was stuffed with poison, like stuffed like a turkey during Thanksgiving, like proper stuff. And, I mean, all the after effects are coming back with a passion. I mean, can they get a five minutes break? Can they? Nah. Nah, nah. I mean, I get in the, like, in the hero's journey setting, whatever. The bigger the challenges, the better the rewards at the end. But still, can we have a moment for the boys to have sex in peace without risking their lives? One second. I mean, like, a quick intercourse will be what? 30 minutes? Give them 30 minutes! Give them some space to breathe, okay? Can we? Can we have that? Of course we will. We will have... <clears throat> Back to the poisoning, I would say. Like the brave little trooper that he is, Shin tries not to show how sick he is with all his might. As usual, that's what he usually does, because that's how Shin is after all, okay? And that is because now that the coronation is out of the way, he has another... yet another mission in his mind. What the mission might be? To find a suitable bride for Wolfgang in order to secure an heir and strengthen the power of the throne. <clears throat> right. As if. As if Wolfgang would be interested in anybody else ever. And I mean, not even anybody else. A woman. Right. Yeah. Shin, you are a genius. Spot on. You perfectly understood how the things are going around here. Anyways, Shin concentrates on his work while being, while being ignored. He's never been ignored. While ignoring all the signals his body is sending to him. And I mean, uh, I don't blame him. I do exactly the same and then I bloat. I bloat like a fucking bull and then I'm like, oh yeah, what's going on? That's what he's doing basically. That's what he's doing in a nutshell. But yeah, he's ignoring all the signals. Or that is... <clears throat> Until he collapses on the floor without giving any signs of life. Kind of, yeah. And I mean, the court physician is adamant about it. The poison Shin's been injected with is one of the rare type. And it's almost impossible to find an antidote. Yeah. Or that is, if you don't want to consider venturing to the Chekri Hall, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Federation. And what is the Chekri Federation, you might wonder? Let's find out. <clears throat> It's known as the city of gambling and pleasure. Basically, it's like the Las Vegas of the Golden Leonard situation. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Anyway, it's known as the city of gambling and pleasure, a place where drugs begin and end their cycle. Because it's such a closed-off city, even if we send a delegation to propose a deal or request their help, they will turn us down. They have a very peculiar diplomatic policy, I must say. Moreover, the region is also a hotbed of crime, as I'm sure you know already. It's such a dangerous place that I'm not sure if we will be able to escort Master Soyuk there. Even if we do manage to get him there, it isn't clear whether we'll be able to... Ah, sorry, my bad. I forgot my glasses. 
Uh, it is unclear whether we'll be able to cure him just by visiting the city or if we can even achieve anything given our standing. I mean, a trip to Vegas sounds like a fun trip to me, not so much to Shin, however, once he realizes that Wolfgang is the one that's gonna go, risking his own life and leaving the throne vacant, yet again, once more, with feeling. However, mm -hmm, you should never test the patience of a king, especially if that king is desperately and madly in love with you and is willing to go to every extent for your well-being and happiness. I mean, the poor guy has been blue-balled for, what, something like 10 years? So, I guess his patience is running a tad bit thin. But anyway, that is just my own humble and personal opinion. With that being said, and knowing Wolfgang's personality, here's the scolding Shin is gonna get, and quite rightly so, I must say. <clears throat> go back inside and get some rest. Ulysses and I will go to Czech Hall. It won't be an official visit. Since I'm going to request the help of the Federation leader in secret, no one will know for at least a few days. To me, your health is more important than anything, Shin. You can remain at the palace in my stead. My most trustworthy servant will be looking out for Golden Leonard. If you really are as healthy as you claim to be, it shouldn't be much of a problem. As you can imagine, Shin will try to fight with his clothes and teeth in order to stop Wolfgang from going. Only, you know, only to make him more angry and upset, basically. And yeah, spoiler alert, at the end of the day, Shin is gonna stay at the palace. <clears throat> You're going to cross the border in that condition. Do you think I'd let that happen? I'm more capable of looking out for myself than you are. I mean, he's got a fair point. Stop being so stubborn. Shin, this is the royal command. Minister, you shall remain at the royal palace and protect the kingdom. El hath no fury like a golden Leonard in love. And with the royal command in place, our delegation formed by the king, our favorite Duke of Ulysses, because I mean, you cannot really leave that sassy little thingy at home. You cannot. And then, well, who else is there? Yeah, Dane Gareth top-notch character perfect and Ruben I mean if you don't know Ruben he appears in season one briefly very good-looking guy I must say so yeah it's a it's a nice a nice little touch to the rest of the party but yeah so we got our king we got Ulysses we got Dane Gareth and we got Ruben here Ruben just Ruben and they're setting sail for the infamous Czech Creole Federation and oh boy what a trip it will be as in the best tradition it will be lovely of course Dangerous and a complete shit show. Or that is, mm -hmm, that is until they make an ally of Alathia Breathless. <laughs> and who is Alathia Breathless? If not only one of the most badass characters that ever lived to this day. Well, <clears throat> well, not only they are the leader of the Federation, they also are very well versed in magic and poisons and they've been living for a very long time. So long in fact that they used to be known as the king of, not the king, the king of the abandoned ones. But you know what? Let's give them the rightful space for an introduction. It is only fair and square. So, from chapter 36. A long time ago, when I was young, my earliest memory is of walking in the wind, swept desert. It was a pet. 
we're starting. It's been 12 minutes on and I was going so well, but now we're starting guys. Yes, the tone twisting is back once more. So from the top again, a long time ago when I was young, my earliest memories of... Okay, third time's the charm because the motorbike had to ruin the whole mood, the whole setting. Anyway, third time. Okay. Chapter 36. A long time ago, when I was young, my earliest memories of walking in the windswept desert. It was a terrible draft. We walked for miles and miles in search of even a drop of water. Somehow, we managed to find a well, but in order to draw water, we needed water to prime the pump. Some people's lives would, would have ended there. However, even where there was only pain, I survived. A month passed. It was then that I realized something. I am not human. I am sure you have heard of the abandoned ones. Drag addicts who turned into monsters. The cursed ones. They are called many things. But essentially, they are immortals. <coughs> <laughs> badass, badass, badass character. I mean, if you don't get what they were saying in the speech, basically what happened was when they needed the, the water to, to the, the pump or whatever, basically they, like the rest of their tribe, they slashed their throat and they left them for dead. But yeah, apparently like the pain was, uh, was unbearable, but Alathia was still there, still breathing, still thriving, and apparently is... Immortal. Is there a better character in here? Nah, kind of, but not really. Anyway, as I was saying, as one can imagine, when Wolfgang goes to Alathia to ask for help, what can he possibly offer in exchange for somebody that has lived as long as the Earth itself, has done it all, has seen it all, and basically has it all, because when you live for like centuries, Basically, you, you, uh, I mean, it's a tale as old as time. You have everything and you cannot possibly desire more. But yeah, so what can Wolfgang offer to Alathia in order to get their help? Simply enough, all Alathia seeks is power. I mean, just a little thing, you know, like, huh? power. Yeah, easy. I mean, <clears throat> anyway, why is Alathia seeking power? Power? in order to make the Czech Real Federation a nation heard and listened during the international ex exchanges and affairs. And yeah, I mean, it is only fair and square since they have the resources and yeah, I guess, yeah, they are a bit of a kinky nation, but they have every right to be heard. But yeah, Alatia seeks power, Wolfgang is seeking a help to cure Shin, and that's how their alliance is officially sealed. In exchange for curing Shin, Alathia will be appointed as the Queen Mother. And that's where how they're gonna get their power and how the Czech Real Federation is gonna race to power. As I said, the most badass character that has ever lived. Even more badass than Ulysses, even though we love our little Ulysses here, but still, from desert nomad to Queen Mother. <laughs> I mean, it probably took them 300 years, but still, they got there. They got there and they got the best role ever. Oh, before I forget, 
bonus points to the fact that Alathia, just like us, is a huge shipper of the Sheen Wolfgang couple. I mean, <laughs> they are such a shipper that in fact they try each and every method to embarrass Sheen and to make him confess his love for Wolfgang once. And for all. And I mean, Alathia, we feel you. You are one of us and we love you for that as well. But alas. But alas. We know perfectly well we don't like it the easy way out here and to add insult to injury <laughs> I mean since we don't have enough problems in the house here not only Sheen is completely clouded by drugs and sense of duty but he's also developed a split personality that tries to keep him away from the king in any possible way yeah now I think it was like something in the gist of it was tortured, it was given a truth serum and from that truth serum this split personality came out, like something like that. But yeah, the point is always the same. Every time the person, the split personality shows up, it's a pain to watch. And I like, that is a fact. If you've read it, you know it, it's a fact. And of course, when we have the climax of all the the, the shit show going on in Sheen's brain, of course. When <laughs> the climax happens, when Wolfgang decides to propose to him in front of the whole fucking court and all the, all the guests that came, because like, oh yeah, he was looking for a queen, right? So everybody came in hopes that he would choose a queen. And yeah, he kind of chose a queen, just it's not a queen, it's the finance minister. But anyway, here's what happens from chapter 35. And that's the split personality speaking to Shin, okay? He hosted this event to look for his queen, but ended up confessing his love to his male subject. How will we clean up this mess? What should we do? That's probably what's going through your mind right now. I guess it's still difficult to let yourself feel joy. The king likes men. And his lover is his subject, who used to be one of the former king's child lovers. All you think is escaping from reality. You don't even know what it is that you really want. How foolish. And in light of these, we have to spend a few words about something. Because I can see how much Shin can appear as a cold-hearted person. However, that is not the case at all. He's not cold-hearted. I mean, maybe towards somebody, but definitely not towards Wolfgang. The thing is... He is very fragile and very insecure. Ba basically what's happening is that he struggles to embrace Wolfgang's love fully and completely because he can't picture himself as somebody worthy of the king's love. But instead, he sees himself as a war prize, a former king's child that has been passed from one ruler to another. And I mean, even if we know, we know perfectly well that that is not the case at all. I get I get why he's struggling because basically if you don't see if you are not ready to receive love and you see yourself as a war prize that's what you're gonna feel like for the rest of your life no matter how much the king has been trying to show him affection like it's just it's just not gonna go to his brain and I mean like it's kind of understandable like the guy has been traumatized since childhood so I mean it's only expected for him not to be fully aware of his surroundings, especially in terms of affections, but yeah. As I was saying, 
once Wolfgang f confesses his love in front of the whole court, yeah, because we, we don't do things intimately here. We, we either go big or we go home. But yeah, he confesses in love in front of the whole court and the shit show I just talked about happens. And if you want to know the consequences of all of that, stay tuned for we are almost reaching the end of the journey. So, as a result of that huge shock, Shin's brain goes into a complete shutdown, trapping him in that ideal world that is, is the kingdom that he wanted to create with Wolfgang and Ulysses many, many, many years. Well, not many, it's only like 10 years ago, but still. Basically, the brain goes in shock and he is trapped in this ideal world, right? And while he is reflecting, if all is done in order to accomplish that dream was the right thing to do, <laughs> drum rolls, a younger version of Wolfgang appears in front of his eyes. That very same Wolfgang that many years ago swore to him that he would become king and remove his cape off his shoulders. Upon meeting, here's what young Wolfgang says to Shin. No, you are not following me. You are walking by my side. It's okay. You don't need to know where your path is headed or what the meaning of it all is. I'm waiting for you. So hurry back to me and walk with me. Come close to me. I am waiting for you. As he wakes up from the slumber, Shin finds himself in the arms of the now adult King Wolfgang, who was waiting for him, just as his young version was saying, and as he promised, didn't I tell you that I would come for you? I always keep my word. So just like that day when I bumped into you in the hallway and pledged to become king for, king for you. Please indulge my stubbornness one more time. The end. Now, <clears throat> I mean, finally. And yeah, you know, this is the point where I usually do my little morale situation. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things we could say about this, but if we want to find a morale, I guess the most important in this situation would be this. And that is to learn to, to learn. <clears throat> I was trying to be serious and then the shit show happens, like the real shit show is here. It's happening right now, not in the chapters, in here, in my kitchen here where I'm recording. Anyway, so what is the morale of the story? To learn to lean towards the ones you love and learn to trust the ones that love you back. For in the darkest hour, they are the ones that will always come to find you and save you from whatever is coming towards you that's making you fearful or, you know. So, yeah. What was... Was it rant that they were saying give in to love or leave me fear or something like that? Yeah, basically that's the more poetic version. The one that I just said is the, you know, the immigrant version. But still, the immigrant talent is all here and is trying to tell you something, people. Anyway. That's it. Love and love back and trust me, everything or at least a lot of problems will be solved. And I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it was an honor for me. I mean, I'm not really about romantic stories. I'm more, I mean, you know me, I like my romantic stories, but I'm more towards like the action stories. But still, I'm not ashamed to say it was an honor for me to witness the developing of the characters and this story is one of the best love stories ever made to this day. And I know when we're gonna get back to the final part, 
is gonna be just as glorious. Honestly, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm... Ah, it's gonna be so good. And before I forget, seems like Randolph and Sis will get their happy ending as well. So, mm, all's well what ends well. Now, all's left to do is just waiting for the mature version to unleash the chapters with the most depraved fantasies and everything is gonna be fine. <clears throat> yes, if you didn't realize it up until this point, me and Euclides are cut from the same cloth. And that's a fact. And I'm here waiting them. I've been waiting them for so long, so I want them. And I'm sure most of you want them as well, so. But with that being said, mm -hmm, I humbly and truly thank you from the bottom of bottom. What bottom? From the bottom of my heart for staying until the very end of this hero's journey with me. I mean, it was an experiment and I think I kind of succeeded in it, so maybe expect more episodes like these in a, like, split in a few parts, because it's easier for me to do them, maybe it's easier for you to, like, enjoy them, so, anyway, we will see, we will see, we will see, and, as usual, I hope it was a pleasure for you to hear it, as it was for me to create this triple crown situation and triple episode situation just for you, and, of course, a little bit of spamming here if you like the episode don't forget to download it share it um as per usual do whatever the fuck you fancy as long as it's consensual always and you spread the love because at the end of the day i spent so much time doing this so it would mean the world to me if you try to spread it far and wide just a little bit all right and yeah that's it as for little old me Finally, we reached the time of the year when I'm going on holiday. It's not that I'm doing any, anything fancy, I'm just visiting family and the homies, but still, I need it, I need it, guys. London in this moment is unbearable. If I don't get out of the city, I'm gonna explode. I'm, like, this much ready to explode. But, anyways, I'm going on holiday, so... I hope you're gonna have a wonderful rest of the summer ahead of you. If you're going on holiday, enjoy your holidays. If you're staying at home, if you're working, I mean, gambate, good luck, you deserve it. And as for moi, I'll come back sometime in September with even more juicier content. We already have a few ideas boiling here, so I can't wait to show them to you. So, before I'm gonna melt on my chair, I will see you all in a month's time, and in the meantime, stay hydrated, engage in plenty of kinky and always consensual activities, support your favorite authors, and I will see you next time. Bye!